We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. Welcome to the Dotcast from Nine Dots. Nine Dots is the online learning community for wedding photographers. You can become a member and find out about our annual conference, the Nine Dots Gathering, at nine-dots.co. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, my name, uh, as it's been since the day I was born, is Adam Johnson, and I'm joined today by my comrade, uh, Andy Gaines. Hello, Andy. Hey, hey, hey. Which and, has also uh, been my name for, since I was born, except I started off as Andrew and then oh. made a conscious decision in my late teenage years. I don't know why <laughs> I did that, actually. Yeah. I was a, I'm like David Bowie, reinventing myself. Yeah, I was going to go Nikki Six, but it's fine. The, uh, <laughs> what, does your mum still call you Andrew, though? Yep. Oh, and my wife. Yeah, oh, yeah. everyone. Oh. All those people. Most people, to be fair, have always just called me Gaines. Yeah. That's just always in school. And yeah. yeah. I've always called you Andy. Have you? Always. I have. That's because that's I'd, I'd gone through my identity change <laughs> and I'd reinvented my character before I met you. Yeah. And your entire character hung on the, the dropping of letters from your first name. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. You can get a lot if you change R-E-W to Y. <laughs> that's true dude it's true um how's it going anyway good thank you mate good just uh at home in the office taking a break from culling of weddings that i shot over christmas to uh, chat to your lovely self about all things photography today yeah i mean it seems every time we speak there's some that you're involved in some kind of wedding call yeah that's because that's my job well true takes it but... takes a lot of my time <laughs> and also to, if truth be told since coming back since starting back work after christmas i've not been overly efficient at doing it you know, it's like when the wedding arrives, when, you know, when you start. And also, this is a three-day wedding, an Indian wedding. Oh, ouch. So, yeah, it's like 20,000 images. So it's, Yeah, that's uh, an ouch of a call. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of been hard to stay focused. But I've done the first day. Oh, excellent work. The, the, the only way is up or whatever nice. now. But Are you just going to crack on and get it finished? Or, do you get, or are you doing it in chunks? I would like to have cracked on and get it finished, but here we are, chatting. So, yeah, true. I, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have we, a break. And we've been chatting for a while before we before we just hit the start recording button, haven't we? So, yeah. um, what were we talking about? It's evolution. Mm-hmm. Ge- evolution in general, the, the the theory of humanity. No, it wasn't that. It was it was evolution as as it relates to being a wedding photographer, which is and it's not what Darwin had in mind. I'm, he, sure, I'm sure it was at the back of his mind when he when he wrote think? his uh, when he wrote his you know incredible literature on the subject. But no, what were we talking about? We, so we were saying, we were talk, what, where, did we, where did we begin that, that discussion about evolution? We were talking about how, uh, I guess you evolve, you begin being a wedding photographer and you then get better and you, you find your style and your business becomes the, what it is and then you, you continue trying to evolve or um, you were saying kind of, do you reach a point where that evolution stops or stops becoming as important? Yeah, I mean, it is like, it's interesting though because the, the, you want to, I guess, as I mean, w- one of the things that we're promoting at Nine Dots and that, that everyone wants is they want to keep evolving. They want to keep learning. It's, it's like a lifelong, you know, we've talked about it in the previous, the, the process is all super important to, to, to have that and be constantly pushing and evolving and changing and moving with the times. But then I guess one question is that is, is how, how important is that from you know from a business point of view from a from a booking weddings point of view because the people that are coming to book you to 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 shoot their wedding they don't really care whether what you're going to do for them is different to what it was a year ago i guess you know 
Like they, it doesn't matter to them if this, if your style is different to what it was 10 years ago, or even if the, I guess the industry style is different to what it was 10 years ago. I mean, the whole industry kind of changes in its trends and it's, and it's, um, you know, and it's, it's fashions or whatever, which I suppose has some influence on maybe the people booking weddings, but, but really, you know, perhaps it, perhaps, you know, it's not as important as, as we'd like to think it is. Yeah. Well, I, I get, sorry, mate. No, I mean, I was just going to say, I think it's, t- it, it, it's two different things, I think, you know, cause, because I, I guess most of us, I mean, I know your backstory is that you got into this t- to make money. I know that's your, your big joke that everyone, <laughs> I mean, but the root of the root of it, you and me both got into it because it was a, it was a, a way to generate income. That was the, that was the first reason, I guess. Mm-hmm. We both liked photography at that point. And then I think once you get into it, you become you become more into the artistic side of it. Once once that once you start to once you realize it isn't about making money, I guess, and you get fulfillment from other areas, particularly the art the artistic side of what we're doing. Um, you have to that's that's the bit that really makes you happy. So I mean, I mean, we all enjoy having successful businesses, but if you were just going through the motions artistically week in, week out, I think you'd, I think your business would suffer because of that. Yeah, that's true. But at the same, yeah, I mean, I I certainly feel like that, but then at the same, I mean, again, we we talked about this on previous podcasts. Like one thing I've learned to really love as a, as a a process or as a, as a kind of hobby, if you like, of the last couple of years has been really learning about the business element of stuff. So in a way, maybe it is possible to not, um, to not worry too much about the finer points of the craft or the art, yeah. but to get the enjoyment from the the creativity of business and the 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 process of tweaking the business and working out how you can run a successful business, like like you would if you were just running, I don't know, a car parts shop, you know, or, or whatever, you know, or if you were running any kind of just generic business to make money, you know, you can make the process of being successful in business. Could potentially can potentially be the fulfilling element of what you do but then i guess the second question then is if that is the case are you doing a disservice as an artist to the couples who are working for you by disregarding the photography you're delivering for them yeah well, i don't think anyone disregards it do they but i mean i think i definitely agree on the whole business side i've always i've always seen the business side of it from day one really as not a game but i guess yeah that the kind of working out what works and tweaking it and and making the business almost as efficient as it can possibly be. I've always regarded that as a bit, a bit like a game of The Sims. Have you ever played The Sims? No, nah, mate. I'm not not a big gamer. Oh I well. Think my 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 nine year old daughter is quite into that game. I think. I oh think. really? Well, it was around. Be a different, I don't know. They're all. Yeah. It'll be like The Sims version 762 because I played The Sims in I don't know, <laughs> 99 or something 2000. Wedding photographer edition. Yeah, but you basically you had to, you had this person and you had to get them a job and then build them a house and all the all the rest of it. Yeah, and it was, yeah, yeah. And I've and I've always seen business as almost the same kind of uh, building blocks of of a game really. Like everything you do, you just put you then that has to stay set in stone and then you build something else on top of it that, that is a bit wobbly. So you take that off and you try something different. Mm-hmm. I've always seen I've always seen it as a bit of a game, but I don't when think you, when you say game though, you don't mean like. You've still got to. I mean, you've got to take it seriously. To a oh, extent, yeah. Right? I mean, I took used to take gaming very seriously, dude. You oh, misunderstand okay. me. No. I mean, <laughs> right. No. right. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Not. Yeah. Not in. Not a game as in it's frivolous and. Uh. You know, it doesn't matter if you die and then you just go and get a cup of tea. Like, not. Not that at all. But okay. Yeah. 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 A game in the sense that it's it's enjoyable. Like it's enjoyable improving and it's enjoyable getting better at it and it's enjoyable learning what works and what doesn't and all that kind of stuff. Um. But yeah, not frivolous and 
or anything else. And I've always taken it incredibly seriously because I've always really, almost from the, I think I was three years in when I, when I became the only person that earns money in this household. So it's, I've, I have to take it, I have to take it pretty seriously, dude. But yeah, yeah. But I, I don't think, uh, I don't think it's like you, if you if you have a ten, if you're trying to be good at business, you get worse at photography or you take the attention off the photography. So I don't think it would ever be of a disservice yeah, to the no, client. Yeah, for sure. But that, that's, I mean, that's what I was saying before. I guess is like that. That's that realization took took me a while to kind of accept. I yeah. guess, you know. Um, interesting, like just what you're saying about the whole game thing. Is, I mean, I do agree with you because. I was chatting with, um, you know, Sonia and Simon from S2, from Nine, yeah, Nine Dots, who have just lovely, kind of Lovely both, people, great people. Yeah, awesome. And they've just both kind of gone full-time, uh, and they were they're obviously kind of slightly um, apprehensive about what, you know, about that. And and I was chatting with them a little bit, and, and similar thing, like you have to be, you know, the whole, the, all of that kind of business element and that just the whole way you run the business and everything behind the scenes and all the marketing and everything, like you do have to try and, I guess there's an element of, of of being slightly laid back about it or not being afraid to give stuff a go. And I guess approaching it in that you've got to be able to approach it in that try stuff and be willing to adapt and just roll with it and see what happens, which I guess yeah. for me is a bit more of like, like you're saying, like treating it like a game, you know, rather than being yeah. rigid. And this is how it's got to be. There's got to be an element of creativity or give things a go or try this and if it doesn't work no big deal we'll try something else and just constantly evolving and rolling with the ever-changing landscape in which we work you know oh, i like I it think, and being able being, but being able to do that is so important uh, you know? it, yeah it is i mean the the thing as well is what that the the reason i i mean i guess game is the wrong word to use but um, I'll, i'm going to go with it the reason is something that did work isn't going to always work so the thing that that thing you were doing or that price you were charging or that or the way you were doing your SEO or the that Facebook ad you were running or what or the whatever the, that wedding fair you've always gone to you know that those things aren't going to just work perpetually forever. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why the analogy of calling it a game comes in really because you've got to be aware of when something's stopping working, but at the same time you can't have had all your eggs in that basket until that point and just go oh no that thing isn't that I think the only thing I rely on isn't working anymore what am I going to do now it's weird because we've already talked we've always talked when we taught at nine dots about how I guess and I and certainly when I teach workshops that the the goal really is to kind of not separate the work and the, the photography and the business you know and to kind of, to try and to keep them as one kind of evolving thing together because obviously when they're all when the work is the business and the business becomes the work and the, the, the images you make and how you make them and how you work with your clients feeds back into how you run your business. then that kind of cohesive thing starts to drive it forwards. But maybe there is an argument. I know we, we know, we know a few photographers who have kind of almost deliberately stepped back from trying to, trying to push the envelope photogra- photographically to know that they need to, to just to, to be comfortable with what they need to do to make their couples happy and to and to do that without really stressing about evolving that do you know what i mean yeah I because they're happy that. they're happy to just they know that they can do what they need to do and it will make their couples happy and as a consequence from a lifestyle point of view that allows them to worry less about about their photography so there's probably an you know and, and have a happier life because they're not stressing about constantly evolving as an artist so True. you know there's potentially an argument there which 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 means that you know you don't need to stress too much about about the art anyway yeah i mean potentially i mean i personally i think that's a that's a bit of a risk when you hit that point when you feel like 
your photography is enough and your clients are happy enough and uh, you don't need to push that side of it. But again, also, I think it's important for us to realize that, you know, we're at this stage of our careers, you know, me 10 years in and you, what, seven or eight, seven, eight, nine years in. Nine, nine, yeah, eight yeah. or nine, I think. Yeah. Uh, that's a very different place to be with your photography than somebody, a lot of the people in our community who have been shooting, you know, one, two, three, four, five years. Yeah. When uh, I think at that point, you, you, you're probably beginning to find who you are as a photographer. You're probably beginning to get there or feel beginning to feel like you're getting there, you know, technically maybe or or stylistically or whatever it might be. At that point, evolution is still really important, I think, and and still like being really willing to uh, learn from different people with different styles and and all the rest of it. I don't think you know we're talking we're talking about this as people who you know at the stage we're in, which you know again I don't I don't feel like I'm anywhere near the finished article in business or photography, but mm-hmm. we're at a very different stage mentally in our businesses and our photography than somebody who has who is on the way up into the industry somebody for instance i mean sonia and simon have been shooting for quite a while but obviously they've gone full time yeah but they're going to be at a different different point and if they in for instance somebody like somebody like that who's just gone full time if they took all their focus off the photography to, to purely focus on the business i think it would be a risk mm-hmm. uh, i think your photography is still is still is and always is in my opinion going to be important that your your work stands out so yeah, for sure uh and you know i'm always working on that and i know you've always been working on that and yeah maybe you've maybe you've refocused a little bit on the business in the last couple of years but you've always had a strong business that's the thing you it's not like it's not like in those early years when you say you weren't focusing on your business it's not like you had a weak business it's not yeah, like that's you, true yeah i guess I guess, but I always, I guess I always deliberately avoided any kind of anything that I thought would, would purely advance my business. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the gains I was looking to make, pardon the pun. The gains, uh, gains. Yeah. All the gains I was looking to make were always artistic, creative, photographic ones, as opposed to, you know, anything else. Yeah. Um, But I think at that point, the point we started Nidox, which is what, five and a bit years ago now, you, um, you understood that the the you had your work had to stand out to to sell like that that was a that's a business connection that that you'd made at that point yeah yeah. and also you knew you had understood and knew that your work had to be yours like there was you couldn't just go out and and try and imitate you know whoever your favorite photographer was or uh try and make something that looked like the rest of the industry because then that would be a bad business decision. So it's not like I, there's a lot of decisions I think that that cross back and forward between business and and the art side of what, yeah, what yeah. we do. No, you're right, and I, I agree with that. And that's kind of exactly that brings it back to what I was saying, which is like the goal is to kind of marry them into one kind of homogenous yeah. blob, isn't it? Because then, is it though? I mean, I don't know. No, it, is, uh, it isn't for me. I mean, when I'm doing the photography bit of the job, I have no, I have no in. All I have interested in at that point is making pictures making the best possible pictures I can. And... Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't mean like when I'm taking the pictures, I'm, I'm, thinking, about, <laughs> I'm thinking about how that's going to positively affect the bottom line as such. You mean you've I, not started wearing the polo shirt with your mobile number across the back yet? Not yet, dude. Maybe, maybe for maybe 2021, I might bust those bad boys out. I know you've ordered them. I know you've ordered them. <laughs> tax, tax, tax deductible. So, I mean, you know, you do the math. <laughs> math um, yeah. But no, I don't know. I, th- I think, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't mean so much that the, that, that your work that you're stressing about, you know, that the, the business is clouding the photography. It's just more that when those are all in sync, yeah, and they all kind of feed into each other in some way, 
Yeah. The, the business side becomes a lot easier and the photography side becomes a lot easier. But crucially, I think selling the photography to couples becomes a lot easier. You know, because because the thing you the, the business you're selling is the thing you're creating, and the reasons why you're making these pictures, and the, the, the your why and my voice and all oh, that yeah, kind of yeah, I get that. stuff sells itself through the business because they're they're, they're really aligned. You know, yeah, I mean that's what they, they've always said. That's always been like a sales thing, hasn't it? Like two people could sell the exact same product and make the customer feel entirely differently about the exact exact same product. Yeah, right. And one could sell it for double the price of the other because of that. Yeah, all those yeah, kind, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But, um, I mean, I guess what you were saying earlier about evolution is when does it, yeah, I, I guess when does, I mean, this is the debate really because it's two different, it's two different arguments to be had, but when does focusing on the, on evolving your craft and your art and your photography become, yeah, like pointless to the, to the business side of it when does that effort that you put it into getting better for the, at being a photographer taking pictures when does that start to become superfluous to the, to the business that you're trying to run and i guess it just depends on the kind of person slash photographer slash business person you are that whether you see it that way i don't necessarily see it that way i always want to get better at photography regardless of the effects or otherwise that it has yeah. on on the business but that is because of, that's that's because of your passion to make photography though right i mean yeah, if you were just yeah, doing yeah. it for a hobby it's still what you're always everyone is always always improving i think that the the hard thing i mean i would say the answer to that question is it's probably pretty early on because yeah, like at what I point agree. does the evolution of your photography you know act, actually reach a point where no one cares you know and like <laughs> i was saying you know like if i'm evolving it's say my style and it, my style is changing and evolving the person that inquire the inquiry that's going to the visit to my website is going to happen later today and the inquiry that's going to land in my inbox, they're not going to be aware. They're not going to book me because I've evolved from something different six years ago. They're going <laughs> to book me true. because of what I'm showing them today. You know? Yeah, yeah. But then the evolution of like you, how you, you evolve as a photographer, again, is something that interests me because, and again, we talked about this in previous episodes, is like the, the it's just a novelty thing, you know? So the difference now, like you're saying, the stage, the position we're at where we've shot for maybe nine, nine or 10 years is there's very little that, in wedding photography that not only that have we not seen, but now when you've been shooting long enough and kind of studying it long enough, like there's very little that you've seen that you don't know what it is. So I remember, you know, when I started, the stuff that really appealed to me that I wanted to kind of aspire to do was the stuff I didn't even, not only did I not know, I had not done it, but I couldn't always work out how it was done. You know, it was things that were techniques. I was like, how do they do that? How do they make these images? How do they get it to look like that? How do they get this, their couples to do this? How do they get, you know, to do that stuff that you couldn't do? Whereas now when you've been shooting long enough and with the information that's now out there on the internet, thanks in part to us, you know, people like us at Nine Dots is that the, the mystery of a lot of that has been removed. So it's not so much a case of, of how do you evolve? It's like, well, do I even want to evolve? Like, why would I want to once I know, once you know how you can make certain kinds of images or how you can shoot in a certain way, the desire almost to do that is, is being removed. It's like, well, I could do that if I wanted. So do I want to or do I not want to? And once you know what, you know, once you know, once you know when you can, once you know how to, then the decision of whether you want to becomes more important. And if is the decision to want to do that justified in your business in any way? And I would say potentially not. Yeah. Not, not sure quite where that would. Where that, where that rant went, but yeah, I mean, the, 
there's a lot of things to talk about in in the in that monologue but the uh, the i think there's a few things but first of all you and me and rahul especially and i know a lot of people that are involved in nine dots thrive on learning new things mm-hmm. so in the in, in the early days when you're a photographer obviously most of the things you're doing is 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 it you're either learning you've... yeah you're either learning as you go or or you've just learned something new or you've just learned how to do that thing that you didn't know how to do or how to use that piece of equipment mm-hmm. that you didn't know how to use and then like like you're saying we talked about it in the first podcast the whole novelty factor thing once you've learned all that all those basics and all those things the the general evolution of your work is going to get a lot a lot slower so there's that yeah. there's this there's this quick build in the first two three four years where everything is quite exciting because everything you you're doing is new or you're adding something yeah, new yeah. every week or you're trying something new every week and I can't remember if if it was somebody that spoke at nine dots or what it is but there's this analogy of the bouncing ball you know like if you, when you when you yeah. bounce a ball the first the first bounce is huge and the second bounce is smaller and the third bounce is smaller than that and then eventually the, every little bounce is tiny teeny 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 yeah yeah and that's that's how uh that in anything really that's how you that's how you're gonna your progression is gonna go the first couple of years are gonna be these huge bounces and after that it's just gonna be these small incremental yeah, right. bounces Mate, well year. well mick shah who used to be in nandas with us who the photographer <laughs> turned videographer i mean that was exactly what he said like and oh, that was the well no he didn't say that but when he when he he obviously used to shoot photography like we do and and switch to shooting video but the reason was was because it's for exactly that like the gains that you get yeah. in photography when you've been doing it long enough are so marginal yeah if you, you you try to teach yourself videography as a photographer you know the it's like through the roof the the, the learning curve yeah, that you that you embark on and it's like yeah. it's a good it's like an endorphin hit you know you go from knowing nothing to being able to do to do something you know the the, the gains that you get are just monumental to start with and that's there's a, an attraction to that because if 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 you if you enjoy that element of learning new stuff then it's hard not to be that magpie that's always going after new things you know because that's where yeah, the enjoyment and, lies right yeah and i mean i'm not doing him a disservice when i say that mick is mick is mick thrives on those early bounces mm-hmm. yeah in, yeah in, in everything that he does really and i think i've learned i mean i thrived on those those big bounces as well early in my career and then got really disheartened when it, when you feel like you've plateaued and when not they stop yeah, yeah when you and then i've learned i guess over those over that time to thrive on the on the process like we've talked about before to thrive on the fact that there are still these these, these minute bounces happening we are always improving and it, everything's even though it doesn't feel like it is in the same way that it did in years one two three four five it, it, everything is still moving forward as long as you are still pushing it in that direction Right. And, yeah, yeah. And, and I think the risk going back to what you were saying earlier about people who who go, okay, happy with that, happy with the work now. My clients are happy, you know, my pictures are my pictures are fine. It, once you stop, once you, I think, once you hit that, let's call it a realization, and you then you then you stop pushing in that direction, then you'll either go stale or you'll move backwards. And in an industry like ours, which is, I think, moving quickly and evolving all the time, if you if you sit still. It doesn't take long to be left behind. Yeah. And it doesn't take long, especially in this age of, like you're saying, of, of almost over-education and over-abundance of being able to go, oh, I want to learn how to do this. Two minutes later, you've watched 52 YouTube videos on exactly that and you know how to do it inside and out. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the speed in which people can go from novice to good and beyond yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, fat, it's quicker than ever. So anybody that I think gets to our, our stage of their careers even, which I, th- I still say is early, ish um 
and we go, oh, that's fine. Photography's fine. I'm going to leave that exactly where it is and just mm-hmm. for, it, yeah, yeah. the business, whatever. Then you, I think, however you're doing it, you've, you've got to be, you've still got to be pushing that process forward. Yeah, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't agree, like agree entirely, like 100 percent with you there. And also, um, did I say I couldn't agree entirely? I meant I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I meant I couldn't agree more. I agree yeah. with you entirely, 100 nice. percent. But I think, um, like, the, sort of just, just to build on that, the, the, the other problem is when. Once you feel like you've taken your foot off that that gas and, and and you get that feeling that hang on a minute, what was working before was working, but you haven't chosen to kind of keep your hand in, as it were, to keep it, you know, tweaking and evolving and and, and and moving. That if you don't do that and when you realize that things have moved on, the I think the like the the the, the difficulty the like, sounds a bit 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 daft but like the emotional difficulty of of realizing you've maybe been left behind and you're not sure how to get back in i think that is a super hard hurdle to overcome and i think some of the photographers that maybe were around maybe the generation before us who are still shooting the few that are still being successful the older older sort of photographers you know even older than me um uh the ones that have done well are the ones that kept the, the ones that have done what we just said, but the ones that didn't became those bitter ones who could not get back in. They couldn't get the foot back in the door. Do you know what I mean? Like being able to get your foot back in the door. Once you've re once you feel like everything has moved on, it's super duper hard. Yeah. Some of that is ego and pride though. You know, I think a lot, yeah. of, I think a lot of people will, will feel too proud to, you know, they've maybe hit a point uh, where they had, some recognition or whatever it might be or just a successful business yeah and almost exists in you know slightly above the the general industry because of you know whatever it might be yeah and then drop then dropping back in you know it's a your pride has to take a hit at that point yeah i guess but i mean even even people that that didn't not not name so much in the industry i almost i almost just mean like the general just photographers you know what i'm trying to say is like the idea that not only is it it's important to keep to keep changing and evolving and move with things and constantly be tweaking to kind of keep your head in the game because i think if you if you move out and the game kind of moves ahead of you to get back in feels really really difficult yeah you know I if that. i if, if if i if i just kind of switched off and disappeared for two years if i came back you know, to, to, to try and learn, you know, it's like trying to teach my mum Instagram. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> or, or whatever, like just, you just, you know, it's just impossible. You know, you've got to kind of incrementally kind of move along with these things. Definitely. You know? Yeah. Well, that's, really, that's what I was saying really about the, the general evol- evolution of this industry and it, and the speed that the speed that's picked up with that in the last couple of years, especially, you know, good to, going back to talking about standing out, you like knowing your work has to stand out. When I built my first couple of websites, there wasn't really like branding wasn't really a thing for photographers back then at all. Like you had a slideshow that basically sat in a white page yeah, with, yeah, some, yeah. With, <laughs> with some words. So you, you picture, you picture, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, no, you did until about a year and a half ago. <laughs> uh, but no, that, that was it. I mean, branding just wasn't a thing back then and, or it was, but it, you know, not yeah. for most people. And WordPress wasn't really a thing and, and website, like sexy website themes were not a thing. Uh, so yeah, you just had this, this slideshow of pictures, which sat in a, in a, white page with a few words on it and so and everybody's website kind of looked like that so your pictures were the thing that helped you stand out now and i guess going back and agreeing with really with what you said earlier going back to what you were saying is 
that slideshow now sits in a very well for a lot of people almost everyone that sits in a very well branded well put together you know good copy nice branding you know thoughtful colors good logos everything that sits around those pictures now has become part of that differentiation photographer to photographer and that has definitely made the pictures less less important than they were not less important but that they the importance of everything else has risen so the general i don't know cauldron of importance uh has has just changed so you have to have you as well as having your focus on the photography and and yeah i definitely think that you have to constantly be pushing that forward you have to have focus on the way that everything else looks and the way that everything else feels in relation to you, your business and your brand, not just the website, everything uh, that didn't exist when I, when I made my first couple of websites. So that's the tricky thing. And that, that's the thing that if you would, if you were to just turn the industry off and then turn it back on in two years, you wouldn't recognize it guaranteed. Yeah, and yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know how to do half the things that people were doing. And it would take you just as long to try and learn those things. If you hadn't been look, keeping up with everything and learning for yeah, the last couple sure. of years. Well, I mean, like, again, there was the discussion in the nine dots, the nine dots group the other day i mean it's, it's a whole topic in itself really about like the importance of the the, the traditional website today you know yeah um, and there was different opinions on that but i would say absolutely it's less important than it once was i think you know not yeah. not, not just I don't, i'm talking specifically about your website in, in as much as a few years ago that was the only thing that was the only presence you had online oh yeah absolutely whereas now you know, I mean, we know people um, who, I, well, I, there's photographers who have not even got websites who are booking yeah. work because they've got That's great true. Instagram followings. You know, yeah. they, don't, you don't, they don't even have a website. So I guess it, it's, it's a mixture of both, really. I appreciate what I've just said. It kind of contradicts what you just said. But... <laughs> That's fine, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We like that. I mean, the, the, my view is that a website uh, is the only thing you're in total control of. Yeah, yeah. It's the only thing that exists within your business and brand as a shop window really that you're in total control of yeah, you know sure. in- instagram could release a new version tomorrow which which looks totally different and works totally different and makes your pictures yeah. look totally different yeah, yeah you're in control of your website and also um, it's the only yeah. thing that's a constant really so we like i think in our time being photographers we've seen facebook come and go for something yeah, yeah. That, was, that was important and maybe that that conversation that happened in the nine dots group the other day about was, is, is, yeah, is yeah. a website important if that had happened at the time when facebook was booming and we'd all gone yeah facebook's totally the, the best thing that's ever happened to photographers so i'll just let my website go you'd be in that position you're talking about where yeah, yeah. you know two years later suddenly facebook has died away as a as a as a powerful tool for photographers and you're and you're two years behind on your website i will never i'll never stop putting attention and time into my website because i i just see it as a long game Mm-hmm. And I think it'll always be there for you, like mentally, phys- uh, physically, emotionally, you know, no, none of that. But... <laughs> it's a shoulder to cry on. <laughs> yeah. But it, but going back to, I mean, the, the, the biggest point I think is that it, that is, yeah, whatever. I mean, Instagram is powerful at the moment, but it's no, it's not, I wouldn't, I don't know. It's hard for me because I've never really booked work from Instagram. And I know a lot right. of people really do. Uh, for me, my website is still my number one. In my one yeah. true love my one true love and it still generates me a lot of and i've always seen it as a long game you know i've worked i've worked hard on seo i'm no no seo expert but i've worked hard on seo from the from the from the infancy of my business and that is still paying off yeah yeah to this day i mean but, again a bit but again it's, it's just being it's like we just said earlier on it's, it's being able to 
keep your finger on the pulse of what you're doing and on the pulse of what everyone else is doing. And also crucially to be just aware of what works and what doesn't work, you know, like tracking the metrics if you want, for want of a better word, you know, so you, you know, you personally, like, you know yourself and you know your business enough to know that right now you book more work through your website. Yeah. You know, and that's how your business is built and is evolved and is currently still evolving. Whereas other people, it might not be the same. And for them currently, you know, that Instagram thing or whatever that, you know, that, that, that resource of referrals is, is, is over, is over there. And so for them, you know, that's the way to go. And obviously like, like we've always said, you know, it is always going to be different, but I think the crucial thing is, is to kind of know yourself and know what you're doing and being able to objectively look at that, but also to just be aware that you've constantly got to be playing that yeah. game and, and following that process, you know, me yeah. for myself, I'm just going to go back onto Flickr now and update my Flickr profile. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to do 500 PX. <laughs> yeah. It's going to just going to tweak my Tumblr site and then, uh, but I mean, the, the reality is, is those probably, I mean, those, those things still exist, dude, Flickr and 500 PX and all these things. And they'll probably be working for some people Yeah, yeah. in, in, in booking work. Maybe, I don't know. Weddings, maybe not, but they'll, they, those I can't remember who was somebody commented, I think, on, you know, we got Lee Jeffrey speaking at the Nine Dots Gathering this year. Right. And I think he began his rise to fame as a flicker phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. So um, many people did. Yeah. I believe Ross Harvey did as well, possibly. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't. Me neither. Mainly because I was, I was terrible at photography in those days. But, the, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just think... I think there, I mean, just to, just to finish the section on the website thing. I know there was there's, there was conflicting opinions in the group, um, and I'm just to, just controversially going to say that it's, it's somebody that hasn't somebody that has got a successful business and maybe has maybe has neglected their web. It's a strong word, but we'll go with it. Neglected their website for the last year or two, and everything's still working. It's quite easy at that point to go, oh, I don't need to do my website because I haven't been doing my website and it's all still working. It's only when things maybe start to get a little bit more difficult and start to crumble that you start going, oh, I've neglected my website and I need to do that. And we see that all the time. People going, oh, I need to blog. I've not blogged in two yeah. years. No, well, I'm not it's true. Work, whatever it is. People, you only, ever, you only ever question what you're doing and not doing when, when whatever it is you're doing or not doing isn't working. Yeah. You that's what, what I mean. mean. So, yeah, yeah. so it's and, and and often then like it's that's again. I mean, back to what I was saying. Like once you re, once you get to that point, it's often it's it's you've left it a bit too late, and it's even harder then to to catch back up. You know, that's which yeah. is what I was trying to say a bit ago. Because I mean, that's that, that's what goes back to really when I called it a game in the in the in the beginning of this when we were chatting before. Um, I feel like this whole this whole. Uh, idea of concepts really of, of pushing pushing the business forward like there's a thousand different elements that need to be pushed forward you need to push that bit a little bit today and then tomorrow you need to push that bit a little bit and then, then the next day you need to push that bit a little bit and then that bit maybe needs another push you know there's a lot of things that need to be pushed forward it's not like one big beer moth yeah, that yeah. needs to be pushed all at once to keep the business moving forward all these little things need to be and i think over the years of being in this in this weird industry in this weird business more and more elements have come in that need to be pushed forward you know, yeah, it's just it's it, just plates spinning there, isn't it? You know, you're just constantly yeah. trying to spin these plates, and some pl yeah. plates will come and go. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. So many analogies we could drop, dude. I mean, <laughs> we, could, I mean we should do a podcast one day, and we'd speak only in analogies. I think so. I think, I think it'd be. I think I'm, it'd be great. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I mean, what what was the original point we were trying to make? The original point we were trying to make is: does your does 
your photography have to keep evolving forever and ever and ever and ever or does do you reach a point where that evolution of your photography is is of, of no gain in your business and is that and is that something you should be aware of i would say well yeah and i think <laughs> <laughs> yes the answer is yes yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean that's the that's that's the thing isn't it and, and for me is i mean it's my photography will continue to evolve hopefully forever and ever because i don't see it as a as as relating to my business of whether my photography is good or not my photography is good and that's of a benefit to my clients and i'll keep trying to make sure that photography is as good as it possibly can be for the clients that i've got and hopefully the byproduct of that is that i'll end up with great pictures that keep improving for all of for all of time to keep pushing my portfolio forward and pushing my brand forward and pushing my reputation forward so that i always get work amen yeah we, we often finish these podcasts with an amen yeah. church of nine dots yeah <laughs> but yeah do you agree do you agree uh, with the, i mean the amen suggests you do i do yeah i do agree with that oh strong so what are you gonna do now um, what are you gonna what are you gonna go and push forward update my Flickr profile oh nice i'll see you on 500 px <laughs> Later. <laughs> one two three listen you can listen to previous episodes of the dotcast anywhere people normally listen to podcasts and you can find out more about nine dots membership and the nine dots gathering at nine dots.co yeah.